0: All right. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. Before we start in today's episode, I have a quick question for you. Raise your hand if you are of listening and you are a founder or you are a founder type or working on side projects. Now, if you're, if you're driving, please don't raise your hand. But if you're thinking that's me, chances are you might have a co-founder and in today's world – Everything's remote and this is unfortunate for founding teams because teams work fastest when they're together right when you're starting something new from scratch being in the same room has a magical kind of feeling to it and when we're all remote you don't really get the same thing well what if I told you there's a way to get that same output right get that same feeling while being remote and luckily there is. Uh, Our sponsor for the next couple of weeks for forward-thinking founders is Sidekick, and Sidekick is an always-on display that sits next to you, next to your computer. It allows you to work right next to your co-founder like you were in the same room. This eliminates most of the problems that you kind of get when founding a startup remotely, and you're able to move faster and and, kind of get stuff done in a much more efficient way like you could with if you were in the same room. And luckily, because you're a listener of forward-thinking founders, you get a big discount on. On Sidekick devices. If you go to sidekick.video slash FTF, you get $30 off. The market rate is $50 per device. As a listener of this podcast, it is $20 per device. $30 off total per device. So go to sidekick.video slash FTF, get your devices and get you and your co-founders working together like you're in the same room, even if you're remote. Hope you enjoy it what is going on everyone thanks for tuning in to another episode of forward thinking founders i am very grateful to have your attention at least for the next 15 minutes How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their vision for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to David Miranda, who is the founder of Remake. Welcome to the show. How's it going?
1: Hey, glad to be here. Thanks, Matt.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to have you on and learn more about Remake. Honestly, the name itself just makes it sound super mysterious. What is Remake?
1: So Remake is... Um, an idea I came up with a while back uh, when I was working on another project um, that just makes it super simple to create a web application. Uh, it, it basically transforms HTML into a programming language, uh, which a lot of people on Twitter would laugh about. <laughs> but um, its ultimate goal is to try to like make creating web apps as simple as publishing a blog post.
0: So that's incredible. I mean that that would be that that would be incredible if I could just do like make a web app that easily. Can you kind of talk about how it works? Is it like an H one? Like I guess yeah. Can you talk about a little bit about the meat and potatoes? And if I was to use it, h- how I would be able to build web apps with it?
1: Yeah, sure. So um, the way it works, it it um, it's actually really simple. So let's take an H one for example. So you have an H1 element on the page, that's your heading. Um, In there is, you know, maybe like my blog, right? Just like the title of your page. And that's already like data, right? Like that, my blog, that's the title of your blog post uh, or sorry, your your blog, your site, right? And the idea behind Remake is why not just use that data that's already in the page? as basically like the source of truth for the application. So whereas normally in like an application, you would store the data um, you know, separately in a database and then you'd put it through a rendering engine and then you'd render it to the page, the way Remake works is you tag a certain element like an H1 as having data. So you just, it's a really simple uh, custom HTML tag um, and you say, hey, hey Remake, this." element has some data in it. And this is what I want to call that data. So you would, you know, maybe call it site title. And then uh, you can also add another tag to make it editable. And so you've added uh, three tags, you know, saying it has data. uh, This is what I want to call it. And, you know, this is editable data. And now whenever someone clicks on that element, it's going to pop up a little inline edit area and let you edit that data. and it's really flexible because it doesn't just let you edit like flat data um, like a lot of like really simple CMSs would. It lets you um, convert the structure of HTML. So, you know, you, in HTML, you might have like elements deeply nested inside of each other. You know, you might have like your blog uh, content. And then inside of that, you might have like a paragraph. And inside of that, you might have like you know, some bullet points uh, and you might want to add new bullet points, it converts that structure, that natural like HTML structure into nested JSON. And um, all you have to do is tag it and then it's going to know how to convert it into JSON. And then you use that JSON to to render the HTML. And so you're using HTML not only as the source of truth for the data, but also as uh, like an in-between for the rendering.
0: So this is pretty cool. I mean, how did you how did you come up with the idea? I guess I kind of want to hear a little bit about the the origin story. It's it's pretty technical at the same time. It's not technical, which was makes it which it what makes it interesting. How did you get the idea, and why did you decide to start this?
1: Yeah, so I'm glad you asked that because uh, the remake was actually um, born by accident. Um, (laughs) I didn't intend to create a framework. I actually, if someone would have told me a few years ago, Oh, you're going to create a framework. I'd be like, no. Um, but, uh, I did it very gradually. So I was working on this project and I've done this over and over again, where I design what I think is a beautiful web application, uh, you know, in sketch, right? So it's just all static mockups. And then I will, uh, you know, test it out with some users, see what they think of it, improve it, and then I'll build it in HTML and CSS, you know, so it's just a static layout, but, you know, it looks nice. and might have a little functionality like expanding and collapsing things or, you know, like a, a video background or something like that, but nothing like functional yet. And I'll feel like I've already done so much work, right? Even just that is like six months of work. And so I got to this point with this project called Request Creative um which is kind of like a portfolio builder for artists and freelancers and i was like this has to be enough like i don't want to have to do another six months of work just implementing a back-end for this like why like just why why is this so hard why is this so complicated you know i'm a developer i know how these things work but i was just like there has to be a better solution there has to be some kind of cms that solves this Already, so I researched a bunch of CMSs. I even reached out to some of them. They seemed kind of interested in the idea, but ultimately no one bit. So I was like, okay, I'll just implement the simplest version that I can. Uh, and I just started out with this basic idea of converting nested HTML into nested JSON, and from there it just kind of exploded in uh, in its capabilities.
0: It's funny how creation works and how it comes mm-hmm. and goes and you never really know exactly how something will end up, you know, until you get there. Um, I appreciate you sharing that. Yeah. What, uh, so right now you have a, a, a pretty slick product. Are you spending your time these days building more of it? Are you looking for users? Are you fundraising? What, what's like an, a day in the life of, of, um, of the founder of Remake?
1: Yeah, so um, just to address the last point, I'm not sure I want to do funding just because I'm not sure I want that kind of lifestyle of like being pressured to become a billion-dollar company. I've been, I've been working at startups for my whole adult career, and uh, I'm just not sure I like what that kind of atmosphere does to you. On the other hand, if someone came along and was like, $10 million for 10% of your company, I'd probably say yes, but I'm not actively searching for that, and I kind of want to bootstrap this and build it gradually along with the community. Um, And as far as the day-to-day, I usually start out my day with uh, doing a user interview. Um, I have a beta program um, and I ask users all the time or potential users, you know, would you be willing to do a one-on-one with me? I can show you how to build web apps really quickly with Remake. It might work for your project. Um, And I'll just sit down with them and kind of take them through the basics and get their feedback, not only on the landing page and how well it communicates uh, the value of Remake, But also, you know, just getting started and building like a basic application with them uh, so that they can just kind of get off to the races and and start building stuff with it. Um, And then the other thing I'm doing is just working a lot on communication. So I'm working on a blog post series right now. I just launched a new version of the website yesterday, constantly working on that. And my number one priority is actually just getting more demo applications onto the homepage. Because right now there's a to-do list and there's a Trello clone. And the number one re- request from people is just, what can Remake do? I really want more examples. Um, so I'm just working tirelessly on this resume builder. And I know <laughs> it's not a great way to promote you know, a product that's supposed to save you a lot of time, uh, you know, that I've been working on this resume builder for so long. But the parts I'm working on are the HTML and CSS and the design. It's not the part that uh, you know is is gonna use Remake. The part that's gonna use Remake where it makes it an interactive application with user accounts, that's gonna fly by. That's gonna be, I think, maybe like an hour of work. So I'm really excited to get to that point, but I have to actually build out the design first.
0: And is there a wish list? Like, I mean, you're kind of building this thing that people can build on, obviously are there things that you want that you wish were built on this or is it kind of just almost you're built, you create the canvas and just users come on and they, they create what they want to create. I guess. do, Do you have any directional advice for users or is it open to whatever?
1: Yeah, so I definitely do. And that's something I need to work on on the homepage is just communicating what remakes really good at doing and what it's not, going to help you out with as much. So it's an open source framework. So you can actually build, you know, you can hack away at it and build whatever you want with it because you have access to all the code. But the thing that it's super powerful at is let's say you're really good at design and usability and you know how to make a beautiful static design uh, like HTML and CSS template for a web app. If you can get to that point, Remake can take you to the next step where you can make that editable. You can make the items on that canvas uh, draggable. You can allow users to click into a certain item and then make that page editable. Um, but any kind of application where your eventual users um, are editing the page or modifying the page in some way, and that's like the core um, you know, web application, uh product or value that's going to be what remake really accelerates a lot
0: and yeah that's that's it's good to it, it's awesome to know like what you're for what you're not in that kind of category i want to go back to one of your answers about venture capital which is something that's like more like a, of a rare answer and a, an answer i appreciate because it means you're thinking critically about it like like why Why don't you want to, like you said, you don't want to raise because you don't want to have the pressure of a billion dollar company, but can you kind of like bring me a little more into that? Like what, if you take money, what does that mean? And if you don't take money, what does that mean? How do you evaluate these decisions as a founder where you could probably do both? Or sorry, you, you could, you have the option of both.
1: Uh, Yeah, so that's something I've thought about a lot. And the more I work on something, um, you know, part time, like I'm working on remake part time, but you know, it's really full time, because I end up working on weekends, and I end up working, you know, late into the night. Um, But it is really a struggle to kind of keep two things in my head at once. And it does make the thought of taking on funding kind of tempting, the more I think about it. But I just know that even if uh, you know, I did get funding, and I could work on Remake exclusively, which would be a dream, it would be even more stressful than my life right now. Uh, there would be pressure from investors. Um, you know, there would be, they would have their own opinions about what direction to take uh, the product in. And, you know, maybe community feedback wouldn't be as an, as, as important. Uh, and Remake is definitely a community-oriented product with a community-oriented mission. Uh, so I wouldn't necessarily like that. And if there was a decision between growing fast and growing in the correct way, I would definitely want to grow in the correct way. So I feel like I'm kind of, I would be lying to venture capitalists if I said, yeah, I want your, you know, $10 million or $2 million or whatever it is, um, because their expectation, and I would know this, would be that I would grow really fast. Um, and that would be my highest priority. And I, it's just not my highest priority. So I wouldn't want to lie to them
0: i hope founders listening are 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 listening and thinking about that i think if, i think venture capital has a great pr firm Some, somewhere out there you know it seems like every new founder including myself wants to raise venture and i think thinking about the upsides and the downsides is is really uh, is really important so let's let's look out for a decade or two what could a remake be or in other words like what's your big vision and what direction are you growing in
1: yeah, so the really, like, short-term vision is just to help developers launch products faster. But the long-term vision is that Remake is the way that, like, if if you're starting a new project, you just go to Remake. Because you don't want to set up a whole, like, ecosystem around your project, you know, all the JavaScript tooling, all the database configuration, all the schemas uh, that you have to make for you know, all your application logic that you have to build. Um, you just go to remake because it feels like you can just create a web app and you can throw it away tomorrow if it doesn't work out. Um, so it's really lightweight. You know, you maybe you log into the site, you click, you know, new web app, you type a few lines of code, you click publish, you have a custom domain already set up and you launch it on product Hunt, or you send it to your friends or you say, hey mom, you know that, you know, like journaling app you wanted to build, like here it is. And you know, you're just using maybe like Bootstrap CSS or some other, you know, CSS framework. So it only takes you like, you know, maybe a day or two to get like a fully working application out there. Uh, that that would be the ultimate dream. And I think it would really change the whole ecosystem if it, if web apps were thought to be these lightweight kind of throwaway things that if they're successful, obviously you can stick with them and scale them out, um, but you have the option to just treat them like a rough draft.
0: Yeah, I mean, what a, what a future we could live in if it was that simple, right, um, to, to make web apps and do scrap web apps and to, to start, et cetera. And to make that happen, you'll obviously need some help. Like you'll need a bunch of users you, you may or may not need investors, maybe not. You, you might need more employees. But what I can say is you'll definitely need help from the Forward Thinking Founders community. So for my last question for you is how can the Forward Thinking Founders community help? Do you even ask for anyone listening that might be able to assist making your life a little easier?
1: Yeah, uh, try it. I would just love for more people to just try Remake and uh, use it to build web apps, it really is, it speeds up your workflow by, I'd say, at least uh, 200%, maybe a thousand percent. Like, it's it's so insanely fast and easy to work with, um, and once you learn it, you know, you have this tool in your toolbox, and you never know, you know, when a project's going to come along, and you just want to get it out of your head and into the world. Um, and, of course, you can reach out to me uh, at david at remaketheweb.com, and I will do a one-on-one session with you and guide you through the basics of Remake, how it works, how to use it, how to build, you know, the app that you're dreaming of. Uh, so yeah, I would just ask people to use it.
0: And then for my final question, just to make sure no one missed it. If someone wanted to fi- find this on the internet, um, find you on Twitter, shoot you an email, how can someone get in touch and try this out?
1: Yeah, it's uh, just remake the uh, or remake the web on Twitter or David at, remake the com.
0: All right, David, I appreciate you coming on to the podcast and wish you best of wish you best of luck remaking the web. Thanks for coming on.
1: Thank you, Matt. Great. Great to be on.